Tonight, if you have your Bibles, please turn to Psalms chapter 8. I'm going to be preaching a message that's been really heavy on my heart these last couple months. Uh, just, I feel like a lot of Christians have forgotten about this topic tonight, and it's just been a really heavy topic on my heart. So um, I'm up here tonight. I'm thankful for the opportunity to be up here. Uh, thank you, Dad, for the opportunity. Thankful to God for calling me to preach his word. But tonight, Psalms chapter 8. Psalm chapter 8. We'll read verse number 1, and then we'll uh, pray. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. Who has set thy glory above the heavens? Let's read it one more time. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. Who has set thy glory above the heavens? Tonight, I'm going to be talking on the simple topic of there is power in his name. There is power in his name. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this day, God. Thank you so much for everything you do for us, Lord. Thank you for loving us, God. Thank you for the promise of the other side, God. Uh, thank you for this evening. Thank you for the good Christmas holidays. Please be with this message tonight, God. Help it to speak to some people tonight. Help me to preach only what you'd have me say. Help me to speak only what you'd have me say. Please calm my nerves, Lord. Please help some people to remember the power that you have, God, the power in your name. In your name I pray, amen. Tonight, I just want to talk about God. There are so many things we can talk about right now. I mean, the Bible, there's so many different topics we can talk about, but I feel like we've forgotten to talk about the one who matters the most, God. I just want to talk about the power of God, the power in his name. In case you've forgotten, our God is a powerful God. Our God is an unstoppable God. Our God is an immovable God. Our God is a miraculous God. Our God is a God like no other. Our God can make mountains move. Our God can dry up bodies of water. Our God can go to the lowest valleys. Our God can heal the blind. Our God can heal the deaf. Our God can heal the sick. Our God can restore its broken. Our God can comfort the brokenhearted. Our God has defeated death. Our God has defeated sin. And our God has defeated the devil. Our God came down to this earth heard a wicked sinner's prayer and saved his soul, saved your soul. Our God is a powerful God. Our God is so powerful that there is power in his name alone. His name is so far powerful that people tremble at his name. His name is so powerful that kings tremble at his name. His name is so powerful that kingdoms crumble at his name. His name is so powerful that sends chills down the heartless spines. His name is so powerful that the atheist still gets nervous when they hear his name. His name is so powerful that the murderer can hear it and get his life restored. His name is so powerful that, that a drug addict can hear it and get, uh, get set free. His name is so powerful that this earth can crumble at his name. His name is so powerful that people who try everything they can to disprove his name and defy his name can hear his name and tremble. His name is so powerful that presidents, that leaders of this world still can't hold a candle to his name. His name is so powerful that the most famous person right now, the most famous celebrity isn't as famous as our God. His name is so powerful that no one can compare to his name. His name is so powerful that demons flee from his name as they did in Mark chapter 5 when Jesus healed the man possessed with the legion. They immediately tried to run away from him. His name is so powerful that this world quakes at his name. His name is so powerful that, that um, the sin of this world cringes at his name. His name is so powerful that the death is defeated by his name. His name is so powerful that the devil himself shakes like a little child, scared in the dark, hissing in fear and trembling at his name. Amen. Our God's name is so powerful 
that a lost sinner can hear his name for the first time, come to an altar, sob and weep and call upon the name of this name. Our, God is, our God's name is so powerful that the prodigal Christian can hear his name and come running back to his name. His name is so powerful that a broken-hearted Christian can feel whole again. His name is so powerful that a Christian can have restoration at his name. His name is so powerful that a Christian can stand in awe, that a Christian can fall on his knees, that a Christian can say, woe is me, and worship his name. Our God has a powerful name. Here are some names that, that our God goes by. Alpha and Omega, the bright and morning star, the comforter, the deliverer, the eternal one, Father, God, healer, the Holy One, the I Am, Jesus Christ, the Lord, the Lamb, the Light, the Maker, the name above all names, Omnipotent, Prince of Peace, Quana, which means a jealous God, Redeemer, Shepherd, Truth, Unchanging, Divine, the Word, Christos, which means anointed, Yahweh, which literally means inhale, exhale. That word translates back to that. Anytime you inhale and exhale, you're pretty much saying the word Yahweh, which means every time you inhale and exhale, you're praising God who has created you. Zer is the Hebrew name for rock. Elohim, which means God. Elohim, the most high God. Adonai, Lord, Master. Elroy, which means the God who sees me. El Shaddai means the Lord God Almighty. Elohim, which means the everlasting God. Jehovah Jireh, the Lord will provide. Jehovah Rapha, the Lord who heals you. Jehovah Nissi, the Lord is my banner. The Good Shepherd, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the Redeemer, the Savior, the Restoration, the High Priest, the Spotless Lamb, the Perfect Sacrifice, the Friend. I just read to you about 40 or 50 names right here, and there are still hundreds of names that, can, that tell us about our God. But Christians today, we have forgotten about the names of God. We've forgotten about the power of God. Tonight, I want to bring just four quick names to your attention tonight. I won't take a long time tonight. Just four quick names to your attention tonight that I hope you guys can remember. The power of God. Number one, El Shaddai. I read it earlier. It means Lord God Almighty. Genesis 17, 1, the first time we see this phrase. Uh, and when Abraham was 90 years old and nine, the Lord appeared to Abraham and said unto him, I am the Almighty God. Walk before me and be thou perfect. First mention of the Lord God Almighty. Do you realize that no one can compare to our God? No one can come close to our God. Our God is almighty. Webster's definition of almighty is possessing all power, omnipotent, being of unlimited might, being of boundless sufficiency appropriately applied to the supreme being. Our God is almighty. He's almighty when he led Abraham out of his home country to a foreign land. He was almighty when he protected a baby boy crossing a river all the way to safety. He was almighty when he spoke to Moses in a burning bush. He was almighty when, when he fed the Israelites while they were wandering in the desert as, and when he parted the Red Sea for them to cross. He was almighty when, when a, a young boy came before a giant with much more experience than him, much more military experience than him. Our God was almighty there. Uh, and you know, Goliath, he was mighty, he was a strong man, but he wasn't mighty enough to stand before our God. And God used that David to slay Goliath that day. Our God was mighty when Elijah sent down, when God sent down fire for Elijah on Mount Carmel. Our God was mighty for Esther when, uh, at such a time as this. Our God was mighty for Nehemiah and Ezra as they went back and rebuilt the temple and rebuilt the walls. 
Our God was mighty for Daniel and the lion's den when surely Daniel was fearing for his life. Surely Daniel was afraid. Our God was still mighty then. Our God is so mighty that even when you try to run away from him, he still gets his way. And he's, he'll get a fish if he needs to. But he'll get a fish and he'll do what he needs to do because that's how mighty he is. Yeah. Through all the stories right here, he's proved that he is almighty. He has his hand on everything. Our God is almighty and no one can compare to his power or even come close to the power that our God has. No one can come close to how almighty our Savior is. In Psalms 135, verses 13 through 21, I'll read them really quickly for you. Psalms 135, 13 through 20 says, it says, Thy name, O Lord, endureth forever, and thy memorial, O Lord, throughout all generations. For the Lord will judge his people, and he will repent himself concerning his servants. The idols of the heathen are silver and gold, and uh, the work of men's hands. They have mouths, but they speak not. Eyes have they, but they see not. They have ears, but they hear not. Neither is there any breath in their mouths. They that make them are like unto them. So is everyone that trusteth in them. Bless the Lord, O house of Israel. Bless the Lord, O house of Aaron. Bless the Lord, O house of Levi. Ye that fear the Lord, bless the Lord. Blessed be the Lord out of Zion, which dwelleth at Jerusalem. Praise ye the Lord. The false idols are almighty. The false gods are almighty. There is only one who is almighty, and that's our God. That's the power of our El Shaddai. That's the power of our God. He is over all. He is in control. He is over Satan. He is over Satan. He is over Satan. He is over this world. He is over you and me. He is almighty. Our God is a consuming fire, as it says in Hebrews 12, 29, for our God is a consuming fire. He is almighty. He is El Shaddai. Secondly tonight, I want to talk about one that really hits home for me, and that's Abba. Abba, which also means Father. In Mark 14, 36, we see that Jesus is in the Garden of Gethsemane. It's right before he gets arrested uh, uh, and taken and tried before the Sanhedrin and everything. And, he sa and in Mark 14, 36, we see and it uh, says, and he said, this is Jesus speaking, Abba, Abba, Father, all things are possible unto thee. Take away this cup from me. Nevertheless, not what I will, but what thou wilt. The name Abba here literally means father or daddy. It's equivalent to a scared little child in the middle of the night yelling for his father. It's equivalent to when you are scared in your life and you would yell for your father. In the garden we see Jesus and he's praying before he gets arrested and taken to captivity. And we see how vulnerable Jesus is in this moment. When Jesus says, Abba, here it's basically saying that Jesus is yelling, Dad, Daddy, help me. I need you. It illustrates Jesus' complete reliance on and submission to the Father's will. God in his powerful names, yet we can call him Abba. Meaning, when we are hurting when we are down, when we are overwhelmed by this life, when we are overwhelmed by this world, when we are overwhelmed by the sin of this world or by the problems of this world, by the triers of this world, by, by the things we may not understand what's going on, when we're overwhelmed at our lowest of times, we can fall on our knees and yell, Abba, Abba, and he'll be there right there. Our father, our hero, he'll be there in an instant. Just as he was there for David when he fell into sin and called upon the name of the Lord to get right. Just as Abba was there for Elijah when he was discouraged and Abba spoke in a still small voice. Just as he was there for Daniel in the lion's den. Just as he was there for Peter when Peter denied him thrice. And yet Jesus said, feed my sheep. Just as he was there for John when John maybe was looking around at the cross as the only disciple there. Just as he was there, just as he was there for Paul as Paul was alone in jail by himself. Just as he was there for me and my family this last year. We had things we went through that it wasn't easy. But we could look up to heaven and yell, Abba, Abba. And he heard us and he was there for us. I don't know what you may be facing today. I don't know what you may be going through. I don't know the trials that may be going on in your life right now. I don't know the hard times that you may be facing right now. 
But what I do know is that you can fall on your knees and yell, Abba, Abba, and he'll be right there to help you. He'll be right there to comfort you. He'll be right there to hold your hand, to pick you up when you're down, to pick you up off your knees and say, my child, I love you. He'll be right there to give you strength when you're weak, to give you strength when you don't feel like you have any. That's what our Abba is. That's what our Father is. And there have been times when I've fallen on my knees and I could just feel, I could just feel the strength of God. I could just feel the comfort of my Father, my Abba, coming to my rescue again. Don't forget, El Shaddai, Lord God Almighty, Abba, our Father, and then thirdly tonight, Adonai. I like this one, which means Lord or Master. Genesis 18, 27, and Abram answered and said, Behold, now I have taken upon me to speak unto the Lord, which am but dust and ashes. Uh, in Hebrew, what Lord uh, 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 is right there is Adonai. Obviously, because of the English translation, translation it's not Adonai anymore, it's Lord. But uh, in, in the Hebrew, it was Adonai there. And our powerful God, our powerful Savior, he is our Adonai. He is our master. He leads and we follow. It's not about following our own will, but his will. Just like Abraham in this chapter, he's intervening for Sodom. And when he says Lord in this chapter, in Hebrew, what Abraham is saying is Adonai or master. God was the master of Abraham, of Moses, uh, of all these great men in the Bible, of Isaiah. In Isaiah 6, it says, uh, Isaiah says, I, all, I saw the, also the Lord Adonai sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up. The master of Isaiah, the master of Ezekiel and Joel, he's the same master over you and me. He's the same master in control over you and me. But what about you? Have you made God your master? Or is he just a comfort to have near but not in control? Is God your master? Or is he just, is he just like a spiritual crutch? Is he just there for, for when you have your Abba moments, when you need God to pick you up, and then once you get picked up, you're, you're on your own again doing your own thing? Is God your, ob, is God your uh, master? Is he, are you fully following him? Are you fully trusting in him? Are you fully yielding to his will, yielding to his plan? Are you following your own will, following your own plan? Yield to him today. Let him be your Adonai. Let God be your master today. Remember the power in Adonai. Amen. Lastly tonight, my personal favorite one, obviously we know that all these names are God, but Jesus Jesus, Jesus, which means the Lord is salvation. Jesus, the Lord is salvation. 1 John 4, 14, it says, And we have seen and do testify that the Father sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. And we have seen and do testify that the Father sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. You know, Jesus is a name in the world right now that, that people, you know, they use it as a curse. They use it as a slang word. But if they truly knew the power in the word that they're saying, they wouldn't be able to say that name in the way they're saying it. So the last name I want to mention is a name that should fill the Christian's eyes with tears. Should make our hands shake. Should overwhelm our hearts to make us fall on our knees and cry and thank God for the name of Jesus. Jesus, the Savior of the world. Our salvation the one who came to this earth as we just celebrated the birth of a baby boy 2,000 years ago, born and wrapped in swaddling clothes and lied in a manger, grew up a, grew up a, a life like ours, 
except he, he was sinless. We all know the story. He was sinless. He was tempted and all like we are, but he didn't give in to the temptation. He was perfect, yet his main goal for coming to this earth was for you and for me. And then, and then we know the story of how he came to a cross. He came to the day of, of his death, uh, and we know the story of how he was scourged, how he was beaten, how he was, how he was beaten beyond recognition. We know the story. That's what Jesus did for you and me. 2,000 years ago, when Jesus came, you were on his mind. When he was suffering, when he was being tortured, you were on his mind. Before we even had a thought of who Jesus was, before we had ever even heard the name of Jesus, he was thinking of you. He was thinking of me. There is power in the name of Jesus. I said there is power in the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus is so powerful. He's our Savior. We don't have to go to hell because of the name of Jesus. We, don't have, we get to go to heaven because of Jesus. We have new life because of Jesus. Jesus is our Savior, and he loves you so much. He wants you to know. He wants you to know that he loves you so much. Jesus wants you to know that you, you matter to him. Jesus has seen and loved you before you were even born. He has seen every day of your life, the successes of your lives. He's seen the failures of your life, and he wants us to know him. He wants a relationship with you. We were made for a relationship with God. He loves us so much. He did all of this for you and all of this for me. I'm just about finished here. I just want to read a few more verses and we're just about done. Philippians chapter 2. You don't have to turn there. I'm going to read verses 9, 10, and 11. And it says in Philippians 2, 9, Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. That at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Our God is so, so powerful. And I'll close with this. You know, there are many, many names and titles for our God, and I just named a few of them tonight. But every single name of our God is powerful. God is powerful. The most powerful being to ever exist. His name is powerful. When are you going to acknowledge his power? When are you going to recognize his power? When are you going to make him your Adonai, your master? When are you going to cry out to your Abba when you're in your low instead of maybe going to whatever you go when you're low, maybe that sin, maybe that, that comfort that fills in when you're low, when are you going to go to your actual Abba? When are you going to go to the Lord God Almighty? When are you going to recognize his power? When you begin to meditate on the names of God, when you get, begin to meditate on the power of God, you'll feel him working in your heart. You'll feel your hands begin to tremble. You'll feel yourself be overwhelmed. You'll feel a tear trickle down your face. You'll fall on your knees because there is a power in his name. There is power in the name of our God. There is power in what he's done for me and you. There is power in what he's doing right now. There is power in the work he's doing around this world right now. Our God is a powerful God. He has wonder-working power, miracle-working power, eternal power, redemption power, restoration power, comforting power, confident power, overwhelming power. 
Our God is so, so powerful. He's eternally powerful. He's presently powerful. He's powerful over there and he's powerful right here and right now. Our God is an immovable power. He's the most powerful over every single being, over every single thing, everything that was and everything that is and everything that will be. Our God is powerful. Every decision that will be made, every decision that has been made, every decision that is being made, our God is more powerful. Our God is more powerful than nations that rise. Our God is more powerful than nations that crumble. All nations crumble at the power of God. There is power in his name. There is power in our God tonight. Unlimited power. Eternal power. Unending power. There is power in our God. There is power in his name. There is power in his name. Don't forget tonight. Don't forget about the power of God. No, next time, next time you're on your knees, cry out to Abba. I'm telling you, every single time I've been on my knees, every single time I've cried out to Abba, he's been right there. He's been right there for the comfort. Every single time I've tried to do my own thing, it just hasn't worked out. Make him your master tonight. Make him your Adonai. Remember that power in his name. Remember how powerful the Lord God Almighty El Shaddai. And remember the name of Jesus, the one who came this earth 2,000 years ago lived and died for you and me so that way we could have a way to eternity, so that way we could have a way to heaven. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this day, God. Thank you so much for everything you do for us, Lord. Thank you for loving us. We're so undeserving of you, God. Thank you for being a powerful God. Thank you for as powerful as you are, yet you still reach down your hand to us, God, and you still love us. Thank you for extending your hand to us. You're extending your hand of mercy to us, God. God, I pray, Lord, tonight that that we would remember how powerful you are, God, how powerful your name is, including myself, God, that we remember how powerful you are, Jesus. Thank you for loving us, God. Please be with the rest of the night, God. We love you. In your name I pray. Amen. On the other side, the homeless have a mansion of their own on the other side the widow no longer walks alone on the other side the lame run down the streets of gold on the other side on the other side the blind man will open up his eyes first thing that he sees will be the face of Christ waiting there with open arms to welcome all his children home on the other side on the other side there are no more goodbyes every heart will be Every tear wiped from our eyes. Oh, sorrow has no grip there, and death is left behind on the other side. On the other side, a mother who lost her child at birth will hold that precious baby and let go of the hurt oh how she's waited for the day when she will see that little face 
side. 